Cause I need a vote, what you call that? Ventador and all black, 4G autos, all that Have posters on my wall, so give me some room, she ain't called back Can't wait to see you crawl back, I'm dub the bitch, fall back And stack it till it's tall, bitch, I'm on that Yo, what's up guys, it's Gabs here, welcome back to the Gab Show uh, Today, you might notice, I'm not at the regular set um, that is because this bad boy, <laughs> um, yeah, I got a microphone so that I actually sound nice and crisp, clear, um, and podcast-like, um, so yeah, the set right now, not really a thing, <laughs> so, you know, that's okay, but, you know, it's all okay, it's all good, it's all good, um, on this episode... We are going to be doing um, my awards for 2020. I know it's a little bit late. This was supposed to be out last week, um, but I just didn't end up doing it. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, honestly, I said it was because I wanted to focus on the videos that were coming out later that week, but I, I'm not quite sure that's a real reason. Um, so who really knows? Honestly, I couldn't care less. I just want to do this because I, I've done the work. I've already given out my awards to my... Like, I have the list. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I... I For the YouTube viewers, I apologize for this bright light. Um, I'm going to try and cover it up as much as I can. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but I do want to start, actually, by going to get a drink. I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. Um, got my apple juice, um, just so that my throat doesn't get too sore, um, or dry out. I really need to fix this fucking pop filter. One sec. that works. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. No, I'm just gonna have to go like this. There we go. Okay. Alright. Um, so yeah. Before we get started, I do want to say, um, if you're watching this as a clip, this will be a clip, um, the channel, the Clips channel, has changed. Um, it is officially the Gab's Show Clips channel instead of the Gab's Live channel. And that is because I have started Twitch streaming over, uh, obviously, on Twitch. And I have started a uh, new Gab's Live channel um, where I will be posting the highlights from my Twitch streams. So, a bit of a rebrand, a bit of a reorganization. Um, but it was... Uh, sort of important for me just because I have lots of things I've wanted to do and I just wasn't sure how I wanted to figure it out um, but right now I think I've got the perfect setup for now until a new project comes up which will probably happen I, I love getting creative and doing new things so uh, expect a lot of different types of content from me anyways 
Um, I actually want, before we get into the rewards, I wanted to uh, sort of talk about my New Year's resolutions because I don't really have one. <laughs> um, basically, my New Year's resolution is be happy and grind your ass off. And um, as much as I said I don't really have one, I just realized I do. I have one goal. A thousand subscribers on the main channel. It sounds crazy. But I think it's possible. I genuinely think it's possible. And from the bottom of my heart, I... If you could, just hit that subscribe button. Help me out. It will be grateful. We have 360... What? 362 days now? As recording this, probably 360... 360 flat days to hit it. Um, and I think it's definitely possible with the new changes that I've made to my channels, my streaming, my everything, bro. It's all going to add up with my work ethic um so yeah that's my goal for 2020 anyways let's talk about the 2020 awards um i decided to do um sort of like awards for like everything i talk about because i talk about music i talk about um youtubes youtubers and i talk about tiktokers those are the three topics um that I talk about on this on this podcast, so it just made sense to do awards for all of it, um, and I've also made a lot of like um, made fun of award shows in the past because they're all shit, and um, this one's gonna be just as shit. The, trust me, trust me, it's gonna be just as shit. Um, <laughs> but enjoy the shit show. <laughs> so um, let's start off with Canadian Artist of the Year. Now, um, I personally, obviously, am a homebody. I love fucking Canada. Um, and I love artists that are from Canada. Um, so this, this could literally broaden your horizons. It, it, it could go from anything from pop to hip-hop. Although, the three, the, the top three are all rappers. So, take that how you please. Um... Yeah, these are these are people that I think are are that are from Canada, and that I think had a good twenty twenty. Not many people had a good twenty twenty. I think these people did have a good twenty twenty. Um, relatively, obviously, it's 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 all relative, but I do believe these these guys um, really killed it in twenty twenty. So number three, we have Nav. Now the reason I have Nav on the list is because, bro, he he released. Um, some horrid tracks, um, and realistically, no one else released anything. <laughs> um, I will say probably honorable mention Justin Bieber on the tail end, but the, the beginning of the year, Justin Bieber's releases were fucking shit. Let's be honest here. Um, but uh, Nav released his um, what is it? Good Intentions? Is that what it was? Which album was it? Fuck. Um, I think it was Good Intentions. And uh, Brown Boy 2. Or something like that. Let me see here. 
I should have it. Fuck. Why do why, why do I not do my prep? Um Jesus Christ. Okay, hold up. Uh boo 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 boo. It's somewhere up here. Is it before or after? Okay, yeah. So good intentions and Brown Boy 2. Yeah. That the the original album and deluxe version of Good Intentions. I mean, I'm not saying that the, the album wasn't great. Um, there was a couple good songs. Um, the four songs I have on my playlist are Run It Up, Recap, I'm Up, and Free Santana. Um, I can't lie. I can't tell one from the other other than Recap. Recap was really good. Um, he also released Turks, which is probably the main reason I put him at number three. Turks was an absolute fucking bop. Um, and so I thought he was deserving of number three on the Canadian Artist of the Year list. Number two, I have given it to Drake, um, which may surprise some people because they might think, oh, well, Drake's the greatest Canadian artist of all time. And I mean, he, he, he probably is. He is. He definitely is. But this year... He got topped. He definitely got topped. Um, maybe if Certified Lover Boy came out this year or last year, it would have been a sort of thing where like I could have maybe given it to him. But um, all in all, for Drake, it's just a normal year. It, it wasn't nothing special. Um, he released some bangers, obviously. Pop Star, um, Grease, Only You Freestyle. Uh, Life is Good. Um, what was the mixtape called? Uh, the Dark Lane, the Dark Lane Temo tapes with War Chicago Freestyle. Not you too. Desires. Time flies. I mean, it, it's just a Drake year, but at number one, I, I believe Drake got outworked. Um, I think. The Canadian Artist of the Year is Tory Lanez. Now you may be thinking, oh, oh, but, 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 but he, 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 he shot Megan the Stallion. He, he shot Megan the Stallion. Yeah, well, so fucking what? He, 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 we don't even know that. That's alleged. That is alleged. Um, innocent till proven guilty, in my opinion. Um, also, he released three fucking projects. And they were, I mean, one was insanely good. Um, the first one, uh, what was it called? Shit. Uh, Back for Toronto 3 or something? Where is it fucking? I am really bad with names of projects and shit. Uh, the New Toronto 3. The New Toronto 3 was insane. Pricey and spicy. Stupid again. Ten fucks. Accidents happen. Who needs love? Do the most. Back in business. D&D. Then he also like had like singles like uh, Kalo K with uh, Five Year Four in, and he had uh, the Most High from uh, what was it called Th that project? That project it was basically his his uh, defense against the Mel Megan the Stallion uh, allegations. And the Most High is just a fucking bop. If you do, if you haven't been listening to the, the Most High, you're just you're just in denial. Like <laughs> you're in denial that. Maybe even that someone that shot your favorite artist still makes good music, you know? It's just an absolute pop. 
And then um, he also, at the end of the year, released... Um, what's... It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't the greatest project, I will admit. But it was still, it still had a really good track. Uh, what was it called? Here we go. Ooh, boo, boo, boo. I am... Jesus Christ. Um... God damn it. Alright, no, I think I've I've definitely gone too far. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> I can't find it. Shit. Um boo-boo-boo-boo. Uh Loner. He released Loner. It was it was alright. Um it was more of a the R and B type Tory Lanes. I'm not the craziest fan of that type of Tory Lanes. I'm more of the hype rap type shit. And that's why I also kinda didn't really mess with um uh, the second project either, but as a work ethic, and because the new Toronto Three was so fucking good, he is my Canadian Artist of the Year. Now, Canadian TikToker of the Year. Um, now this one, this one's an interesting one because a, a lot of like TikTokers they go up and then they fall off. Real easy, real easy. Um, that's why I'm not on TikTok, because I know if I get TikTok clout, then it's like six months and then I'm done, basically. Uh, but two out of these three, I will say, have managed some sort of real mainstay in relevancy, even if one one is in the background of everything, kind of. So not sent like not particularly most relevant. But number one, easy peasy. I think I think most people know who number one is. I'm not gonna say it yet, but most people, if you're gonna predict, it's probably gonna be this person. Yes, I drank just drank my apple juice with two hands. Shut the fuck up. I didn't mean to. Um, so at number three, Canadian TikToker of the year, I have Sarah Jade Blow. Now. The only reason she's on this list is because I was struggling to find anyone else who was Canadian and that was really, really relevant in the TikTok space. Um, yeah, I just could not find a third person. So I added the girlfriend of a nonce. <laughs> Honestly, like, come on. I'm surprised he's with you and not with the 14-year-old. Um, for those who, I'm, who don't get that joke, I'm talking about Tony Lopez. Um, and I mean, she's from, she's from, she's from Montreal. I think she's French. Donc, uh, bonjour, madame. Uh, yeah, I forgot every French word in my vocabulary just then. <laughs> Bro. 14 years of French school. I still am so shit at the language, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Come on. There's, there's... I wouldn't fuck with him too much. Come to the good side. Come on. <laughs> Number two. Number two. I have. And... People are gonna be like, Oh no, you're talking about this person again 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, to be fair to her, she's one of the more relevant Canadian TikTokers. The most relevant from my city. Number two is Eva Cunmore. What can I say? She's... She's one of the ones that made it out. I may question the longevity of her career for sure. Because she hasn't proven anything. But as far as Canadian TikTokers go, she's number two. Find someone who's bigger, more relevant, and in the mix as much as she is. Other than number one, obviously. Um, Like... It, it, I do question some shit, but, like, she's there. She's definitely there. She's definitely there. You may question it. You can... There's so many questions to ask about Eva Cutmore. And they're all probably legitimate. But what you cannot argue is that she's number two on this list. Number one TikToker of the year. Canadian TikToker of the year, Josh Richards. I mean, fucking hell. The, the dude's just absolutely killing it killing it um i would even say like he's probably there's there's like it goes down here is sj blow (laughs) because she blows my she blows a knot um (laughs) here is like eva cudmore and then up here is josh richards let's be honest here josh richards is next level he's gone he's gone clear um i mean not only is he a great, like, massive influencer, massive, massive influencer. Bro, he does YouTube, and he does, and he does, and he's a businessman. He's just a fucking podcast with Dave Portnoy, which is always, always getting mentioned. Always, always. You may, you may say, oh yeah, I call it, he's stirring the pot, stirring the pot. Bro, that's just entertainment. Welcome to Los Angeles. Like, holy fuck. This dude is killing it and had an amazing 2020. If you don't think he's Canadian TikToker of the year, you're fucking retarded. To put it straight, you're fucking retarded. It's just, there's no one else out there from Canada doing TikTok like Josh Richards is doing TikTok. And not only that, but like, he's the CFO of Triller. Like, that's, that's a fucking title, bud. Twiller, the main competition to TikTok. As much as it's like, oh, TikTok's up here, Twiller's like down here. That's still, had TikTok gotten banned, this man would be raking up the stacks, bro. This dude, it would have been, it would have been Josh Richards. Josh Richards would have been in the news more than Bryce Hall had Triller been the main platform like it almost was <laughs> so honestly yeah that's it that, that that's canadian tiktoker of the year <laughs> um next we have canadian youtuber of the year um now again Canada, they used to step up their influencer sphere because um, at number three, we have the winner of the last award, Josh Richards. <laughs> I mean, Canada's been 
so slapped on in the YouTube space that it wouldn't surprise me if there's a better like Canadian creator out there. But it's just like Josh Richards again. I mean, I gave you the reasoning for the last award, and he won that award. So he deserves a number three spot on this award. Um, and quite honestly, he's definitely, definitely really improved. Uh, not even improved. He's proved himself. Not improved. He's proved himself as a legitimate influencer that probably has a, l a normal size uh, influencer career, you know? Um, there's not much else to say, because I've already said it. <laughs> Number two, we have Cody Ko. And, I mean, this might be just because I don't know any other big creators other than Number One, which, again, I, I think Number One's pretty predictable. But Cody Ko just did his thing. Um, it was funny. There wasn't meant, I don't think there was even a That's Cringe this year. But he was still Cody Ko. And he was funny as fuck. So, yeah. Now, number one, killed 2020. Absolutely slaughtered it. And they kill every year. They slaughter everything. And you can't even go to a university without seeing fucking full sended. Number one is Nelk. Obviously. 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 Like, there isn't anyone else out there. Who killed it like Nelk in 2020? They they took COVID and said fuck it, and they killed. They didn't. They did not give a fuck. They did not give two shits about what anyone said, and they did. They made their content and they made it better and better and better. Even when people were fucking complaining that there were skits in the videos, the videos were still bangers. Nelk is almost unstoppable at this point. It's an it's it's an it's a movement that YouTube has never seen before. Like this is this is stronger than any movement in the history of YouTube. The, Nelk has the power to change the tides forever, bro. They Barstool paved the way for Nelk, and Nelk is just making that a fucking freeway. They they it like Barstool Made it an old country road. Maybe maybe a downtown in a small town. Bro, Nelk made that shit a fucking four-lane highway on each side. Bro. How? No, there's just no other way to say it. They, they, they're killing it. Absolutely fucking killing it. And, yeah. They, they win Canadian YouTuber of the Year. That's just how it works <laughs> when you kill it you win an award <laughs> and yeah f fuck all the snowflakes that are saying oh well they shouldn't be doing this they shouldn't be doing that they're doing it for entertainment purposes and this is their job this is their essential if if they didn't do their videos then they would be unemployed like so as much as it they, they, there's it's there's so much controversy around them, bro. They're fucking... They're the greatest creators of all time. Plain and simple. As If you just look at quality content consistently, Nelk is up there. Honestly. 
Next up, we have Influencer Artist of the Year. So this is kind of a blending of the two genres, it, the influencer sphere and the music sphere. Um, I would like to give some honorable mentions to Kill Jasper, Wilbur Soot, and Corpse Husband. Um, Kill Jasper is the writer of all of Jake Paul's music, as far as I know. <laughs> and I don't know much, so, you know, who knows. But uh, he's he's... You can tell he he wrote fresh out of London for sure, for sure. Maybe and twenty three two, maybe not, maybe not dummy, maybe not uh the Parkway freestyle, but for sure the first two he definitely wrote. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Wobbleshut, um, sort of on the alternative sphere, um, kind of like I don't know. He's a big Minecraft YouTuber. But uh, other than that, it wasn't really great. Um, and then Corpse, obviously, his voice is insane. And uh, he had a viral TikTok song. That, that's, that's, that's why he's honorable mentions. I don't personally listen to his music. But because he had a viral song and he's like an influencer, it's kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him an honorable mention. At number three, though. I have Brandon Amato, who you might recognize from the old Team 10 Uncut. This is Jake Paul's, one of Jake Paul's best friends. Um, and he just makes good fucking music. So good that I use him for the intro for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know posters, the... I don't know what you call it, bent it down up. Yeah, bro, that's, that's Jake Paul's best friend. Say what you want about Jake Paul, but he, he he surrounded himself with some good artists who make good fucking music. Um, he released, I think, three singles this year. Um, Posters, Love for the Night, and Bankroll. And they're all pretty good. Bankroll, I, I, I'm, I haven't really listened to much. But Posters and Love for the Night, bro, I was banging them shits for months, months. I'm still banging them shits. The, although they're two completely different moods They're very mood songs Like if you're trying to get hype You listen to posters If you're in a like a You you know In your feels a little bit You listen to Love for the Night Boom Perfect Absolutely perfect Can't wait to see what this dude does In 2021 Number two We have Jaden Hosser A.K.A. JXDN <laughs> um, I mean the dude's fucking killing the pop, the pop punk scene, the punk rock scene, the whatever you want to call it scene. He's fucking killing it. Um, I mean, he's he's signed to a major ass label, and he's got a song with Ian Dior, and he's a fucking TikToker. Like <laughs> this dude is paving the way for every other TikTok musician. Let's be honest here, um, and his music is fucking lit i mean i even talked about it in my review of better off dead i found Jaden before i even knew he was a tiktoker i found him before i even know who he was i just saw this i was looking for more music like uh machine gun kelly's new style of music and i, I happened to look at it like an alternative playlist and there was comatose and i listened to comatose and i was like this shit fucking bangs this was before i even like really got into deep like punk rock and like going back and listening to some old classic punk rock, this was this this was on my rap playlist. 
This was, this was just such a good song that I had to listen to it. It may not have just fit with my my music views at the time, but uh, it worked. And I mean, it's part of the reason I have such an eclectic like music taste now is because I discovered that, bro. There's so much good music out there. You you can't you can't not show some love, you know. And number one. Who was I going to pick? Fucking Jake Paul? Fuck no. It's KSI. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, this 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 award show should be called the most obvious award show ever. Um, because, I mean, fucking dissimulation number two UK official charts. That's all I have to say. When, when it comes to YouTube music, no one's doing it like KSI. And I'm like, oh, all the Jake Paulers are gonna be like, oh boy, but 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 Jake Paul has a song with L.A. Choppa coming out. Oh, he's got so many features. He's working with he's working with uh, the, the Drake's producer. He's got a song with an OVO artist. So fucking what? The music sucks. Half the music sucks. He's got a fifty percent ratio. Like, he's, he put out two good songs, and now everyone thinks he's a fucking rapper. Like, <laughs> it's insane. It's like he he's boxed three bums and now all of a sudden he thinks he can fight McGregor. Like what the fuck? No, KSI legitimately proved himself. You could see it through his discography. He proved himself as an actual artist, and he writes his own music. Jake Paul doesn't, bro. You you can't. Yeah, it's just KSI for what he's for the hand he's been dealt has just done wonders broke through every single fucking barrier and that's why i think in this year he's influencer artist of the year all right that leads us on to number our um our next award song of the year um now this is by mainstream artists obviously um i mean obviously an influencer artist could sneak in there but this year i will say they didn't (laughs) um Number three on the list is What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Now, you may say, ah, is that really song of the year? I mean, no, it isn't. It's, it's number three. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, was a, it was a great song. Great song. And um, I personally believe that... Uh, yeah, Jack Harlow has a massive future, um, and uh, bro, he's he's a fucking king. He's a fucking king. Um, and f- to be fair to him, what's popping? As much as as much as it was a banger, it it wasn't his first banger. If you look back, there is people. Obviously, he's been talked about before he went viral. Um, I personally listened to his track, Dark Knight, before, which came out in 2017, I think the track came out. I started listening to it in late 2018, early 2019, I believe. Um, but yeah, no, Dark Knight is better than What's Poppin', but What's Poppin' was was one of the songs of the year this year. Um, without a doubt. I mean, it was all over TikTok, it was all over... Uh, I mean, I don't listen to the radio, so I wouldn't know, but I'm pretty sure it was all over the radio. And, like, it put Jack Harlow into the mainstream audience. Um, 
which is now fucking killing it. Um, so, yeah. Number two, we have Mood, 24K Golden Feet, Ian Dior. Now, this song, I'm going to be honest, at first I didn't really like Ian Dior's verse. So I didn't listen to it for like a month. And then it went viral. And then it got stuck in my head. And then I was like, well, fuck, it's a fucking good song. Shit. And it got added to my playlist. In fact, um, around August time, it was uh, Nick's favorite song. Nick from the vlogs. Um, Nick from my videos, actually, technically. It was his favorite song, and he would fucking play it every day. Because we were hanging out every day, and he was just playing mood every time. It was fucking... It, it kind of... It was a little bit annoying. But the song was so good that it didn't get really get old. Um, so, yeah... Mood is definitely number two song of the year, in my opinion. Number one song of the year. It has to be Rockstar to Baby Feet Roddy Rich. I mean, it's the it's the it's the collaboration between two of the biggest artists from 2019 on a track that just hits. Fucking hell it hits. It's a fucking banger, bro. Not only that, but the 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 remix uh where the baby speaks his mind on fucking Black Lives Ladder movement the black I cannot The Black Lives Matter movement is powerful and you know what? It, it's just song of the year. It it transcends Every single thing possible, anything you can talk about, like it was on the radio, it was on TikTok, it was on, it was on the mainstream media. They performed it at music awards, and they they performed it everywhere, and they, well, everywhere possible because of obviously COVID nineteen, but, um, and they, it was pushed perfectly, and you know what, it, I think it might be the baby's like only good song he released this year <laughs> but it's the song of the year you know so as much as it it, it kind of sucks that he didn't release better music this year he got the song of the year and that's all that matters realistically all right so after song of the year we have podcast of the year now podcast of the year is given to obviously the greatest podcast in my opinion of this year now this one's just a little bit of a kind of a curveball because it's not necessarily the most popular podcast at all like uh, Joe Rogan is not here I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan this is my award show I listen to these podcasts and uh, personally I believe they are the best four to, to listen to in my opinion in my opinion obviously so honorable mention to the Happy Hour podcast with Jack Mate. Um, massive, ma honestly, so they've had some massive axe guests. They've done really well for, I mean, let's be honest here. Like, Jack Mate's a fucking commentary YouTuber. How the fuck did he have Liam Payne on the show? Like, there's some, there's some, there's some, there's some major moves being made on that show. And uh, it would be dishonest of me to not at least mention it, you know? Number three, I have the Steve Dangle podcast, who I've talked about on the show a little bit before. Um, 
because I read Steve Dangle's book and I reviewed it. Um, and, bro, I mean, I just, if you love hockey, you're going to love the Steve Dangle podcast. If you don't, it's a little bit of a niche audience, if I'm being honest. But it is a strong, strong ass pod. Um, even, even, even uh, throughout quarantine, where they not, weren't necessarily talking about hockey, um, before the NHL kicked off again, they were fucking killing it. And I'm gonna be honest, those pods where they're not talking about hockey are even better than when they do talk about hockey because they're fucking, fucking funny, bro. They're fucking funny. So as much as it, it is a hockey-centered podcast. If you have a slight interest in hockey, but you want a, 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 you want maybe to get into it more, or if you're a, a, the top 1% hockey fan, listen to the Steve Dangle podcast. It's a fucking great listen. Um, at number two, I have What's Good with Minnie Minter and Randolph. Um, quite honestly, it's, it's just... Mm, how do I put it? It's it's maybe not as consistent um, as number one. That's partially why it's number two. But it's still... It's a good comparable to number one. Obviously, the energy is a little bit different. Um, and I, I think that... Uh, Number two can get a little bit too, a little bit boring at some times, some points, but what's good is definitely, is, is definitely there. It's definitely there. It's definitely number two podcast, in my opinion. Number one podcast of the year goes to none other than fucking Logan Paul and Impulsive, bro. That podcast, all right, let's just be honest here. Okay. At the beginning of the year, they started off Mike, Logan, and Spencer. Now, that was the original trio, and that trio worked. That trio worked. I'm not necessarily saying it was the best, but it worked for sure. It definitely worked. Then they, then when Spencer moved to Hawaii, they got Mac in. And, I mean, in all due respect, Mac's not a podcast host. Um... Yes, he did ask some good questions when he could. But the other two, Mike and Logan, were just two strong personalities. And Mac didn't really fit in, if I'm being honest. Now. George Janko is the perfect fucking third man on that show. Are you are you fucking kidding me? He matches the energy. He's fucking funny. He presents a different set of values and a different point of view. Plus, bro, he just mm. I I always knew George from Logan's 2017 vlogs. I didn't know him any deeper than just mm, he was in the vlogs. That's all I knew. But the first the first podcast he was on, um, where he actually like talking about his religion and shit, and he showed a different side to him, bro. I immediately got hooked. I immediately got hooked. I started fucking watching his vlogs. I started watching everything, and then and then the six nine shit. I was like, 
bro, if they don't put this man on the fucking podcast, I'm going to riot. Like, he legit killed it. He fucking killed it. He was better than Logan and Mike on that podcast. Let's be honest here. Like, he just absolutely fucking slaughtered it. He's the perfect third chair. And ever since, he's just been... I mean, I will say he kind of gets a little bit lost in the mix sometimes. Um, Maybe trying to stay away from issues a little bit too much. Um, Not necessarily presenting his opinion as much. Uh, or, like, in an interview, not posing any questions, kind of just adding on to, like, what the guest is saying or something. But when it's the boys-only episodes, George is just pow, 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 fucking firing off banger of shots. He's fucking funny as fuck. And I'm so glad to see him actually, like, pursue, like, stand-up comedy. Because, bro, the, the little clip he showed... At the end of his, like, the first time he, he did stand-up, bro, the little clip he showed, bro, that shit was funny as fuck. And I, I love stand-up comedy as much as anyone. And that, that shit, that shit's got potential. That's it, that's got potential. So, number one podcast of the year, Impulsive. <laughs> All right. Breakout artist of the year. This one might surprise some people. Because I think we all know who's going to be on the list. I mean, it's going to be pretty obvious. I've talked about my... He's my favorite artist. But... We'll see where he places. Um, number four, I have the honorable mention of Heady One. I'm not quite sure if anyone was involved much in the mainstream before this year, but I know this year he kind of inserted himself very well into uh, the drill mix. The rise of drill was absolutely insane this year. It's completely taken over the hip-hop space. And so to leave a British guy off of it, doesn't really quite work. So, Heady One, break, Breakout Artist of the Year, Honorable Button. Uh, honorable, honorable Mention. Jesus Christ, I'm bad at speaking. Um, number three. He's been mentioned once already in this show. Jack Harlow. Um, I mean, again, I, I, I said it earlier. I started listening to Dark Knight, like, religiously. Um, in 2018, 2019. Then when Once came out, man, this fucker blew up. Moana, fucking, um, Tyler Hero. Even his album wasn't, maybe, maybe it wasn't great, but it was, it was good. Um, and even, uh, I'm pretty sure he released a project at the beginning of the year, Sweet Action. And... I just literally yesterday added I want to see some ass onto my playlist because I did not know it existed. And I listened to it on TikTok, and it was a fucking banger. So, you know. (laughs) Breakout Artist of the Year, number three, Jack Harlow. Now, I mean, I don't know if I want to do one number one first 
because I think we already know who's 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 a who's a part of the list. I've already I, I mean I literally hinted at it like what a minute ago. Number one is Pop Smoke. Which means number two is the Kid Leroy. The Kid Leroy absolutely killed it, slaughtered it, absolutely killed it this year. But the only man to beat him was the late great fucking Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke's numbers absolutely trump the Kid Leroy's. And I talked earlier about the dominance of drill in this this year's like hip hop scene. And the head of that was fucking Pop Smoke. Now, you might get into the argument, if he passed, if he didn't pass, would he be in the same spot? And that's an argument that no one will know the answer to because, unfortunately, he passed. But, if you don't think that Pop Smoke was the biggest breakout artist this year, you're fucking insane. And I'm a fucking... I am the biggest the Kid Leroy stan. Like, I'm fucking up here when it comes to fandom of Carlton, bro. He just got trumped. He got he got trumped. Pop Smoke was everywhere. You you couldn't go anywhere without Pop Smoke. So, yeah. Next up, Breakout TikToker of the Year. Now, this one's a weird one because... There's a bunch of breakout TikTokers. Everyone went like this. But it's the ones that maintained it that really deserve this award. And so, at number three, I have Olivia Ponton. And y'all be like, who is that, kind of? Olivia Ponton is a fucking model. And she's fucking... Bro. She's... If you haven't seen Olivia Ponton, bro... Go check out that IG. That shit's sweet as fuck. Anyways. <laughs> Olivia Ponton. Not, maybe not necessarily the biggest name. Um, I think she's... She was part of the Hype House. Um, she's... I think she's signed to a major modeling agency. I'm not quite sure. I don't know shit about modeling. Um, but she's fucking... Uh, Bro, she might be the best person, best looking person on TikTok. I'm gonna be honest. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a simp move of me to put her at number three. But I, I really could not think of anyone else. I think, um, as a breakout TikToker. Number two, we have Anna Shoemate, Eva Cunmore's best friend? Question <laughs> mark. Um, yeah, I mean. She blew up. Part of non-content house now. She's probably gonna out... Like, her career's gonna last longer than anyone else in that house. Let's be honest. It, it's just, yeah. She's... Number two breakout artist. I mean, breakout TikToker. I mean, I mean the only reason she's number two is because Noah Beck's number one. Like, fucking hell. If you did not hear about Noah Beck this year... Uh, good job. Y- you've... Honestly, I wish I was you, <laughs> because all, all all I see on my fucking for you page is either Nick Noah Beck dancing, Noah Beck's friends dancing, with Noah Beck in the background. 
James Charles with Noah Beck. <laughs> or a meme about Noah Beck's neck. <laughs> like, it was... He's fucking... He's killing it. He's He is the male Charlie D'Amelio. So, yeah. I, 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 he's breakout TikToker of the year. I mean, no one blew up like Noah Beck did. Period. Period. End of story. Full stop. final breakout award we have breakout youtuber of the year now some would say this category would be dominated by tiktokers and i would say you're fucking right honorable mention we have bryce hall at number three well actually uh, let me say about bryce hall kind of too much like jake paul he's kind of just token what jake paul does and made it shorter that's all he's done. And, uh, you know, he's, he's following the same fuck you mentality. It's kind of, it's kind of getting old. It's, it's an old story, you know? Um, and his podcast is fucking shit. It's shit. It's fucking shit. He, he, it doesn't build into his demographic at all. Let's be honest here. Uh, it's just a bad marketing move all around. It's just, it's not a good podcast all around. Um, I don't know who Pomp is, but I know he trades Bitcoin, and uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Bitcoin. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why he's at number four. <laughs> number three, I have Alex Warren. Alex Warren. Bro, he's, he's better than David Dobrik, in my opinion. I said it. I fucking said it. He 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 completely replaced David Dobrik and made it better, in my opinion. He, he, Alex Warren's vlogs are better than David Dobrik's were ever, ever in my opinion. Um, and it, 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 it's I mean it's a little close, uh, but realistically, Alex Warren is better than David Dobrik in my opinion. At number two, we have a D'Amelio. We have Dixie. <laughs> Dixie's YouTube videos are actually fucking good. I mean, there's some, there's some one-offs. There's some, uh, there's some iffy ones. Actually, you know what? We have a live change in the rankings. Number two is Alex Warren. Number three is Dixie D'Amelio. Dixie D'Amelio. I really only watched the Dixie D'Amelio show. And even at that, it's it can be kind of iffy. It depends on really the guest or whatever the fuck, you know. I haven't clicked on a Dixie D'Amelio video in like a month now. So, yeah. Dixie D'Amelio number three, Alex Warren number two. I click on every Alex Warren video. I watch everything. All, of, all the way through. Number one. Some be, some may say this is the biggest creator to come out of Minecraft. Since this guy does Minecraft. Actually, no one says that because it's the little brother of that person. It's Tommy in it. Tommy in it is breakout YouTuber of the year, in my opinion. And that might be a little bit biased because I don't watch Dream's videos. <laughs> but Tommy in it is fucking funny as shit, bro. And it, 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 I guess it just kind of builds into right, like directly into my humor. Um, 
It's just funny. It's just funny. Funny as fuck. It, it, he built on what SMP Live had, went on Dream Server, and took it to the next level. And he he reminds me so fucking much of Rotashaw. It, it's honestly insane. Uh, or W2S. Harry W2S. Yeah. From the side, man. He reminds me so much of... I mean, KSI just made it, that comparison um, in his video. that Today, today, as I'm recording this, today. He made the comparison between Tommy and it and Rotashaw. No one's blown up like Tommy and it has in the UK. And... You may say, oh, well, it's because Dream's so big, but Dream, I'm going to be honest, I have zero, zero interest in watching speedrunners. Speedrunning Minecraft is just not content I want to watch. I want to watch funny game clips like the Misfits used to do, and that's basically what Tommy Init's doing. So, as much as Dream probably probably is breakout creator of the year for most people Tommy and it's my breakout youtuber of the year which leads us to the big three artist of the year tiktok creator of the year and youtube creator of the year artist of the year at number three i have hold on hold on hold on at number three, I have Tory Lanez. <laughs> um, again, he won Canadian Artist of the Year. In my opinion, he had a great, great year, music-wise. Other than that, I mean, I mean, he he entertained the massive with quarantine. Um, what was it fucking called? I forget what his show was called, but on Instagram Live, he entertained the massives, um, and so. Realistically, he is number three on this. At number two, we have my favorite artist, the Killeroy. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I, I had to, I had to kind of give it to him. I mean, he fucking killed it this year, and uh, no one else killed it like he did, other than number one, who also won Breakout Artist of the Year, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. But Artist of the Year, every single Pop Smoke song banged this year. It, I mean, when I was talking about song of the year, I I was tempted to just put three Pop Smoke songs because they they were all over the place. You couldn't go anywhere without Pop Smoke this year. And as much as it's 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 really fucking sad. It's really sad because he's not alive. But he's he is the artist of the year. When you think of 2020, and you think of music, and you think of hip-hop, you're going to think drill, and then you're going to think pop smoke. It's just synonymous. And it just... Yeah. It's just, it's just how it works. It's just the way it is. Honorable mentions, though, go to Drake, 6 9 <laughs> and Jack Harlow. I should have said that beforehand, but it was... It wasn't on the same page for some reason. I'm not quite sure what the Google Docs just fucking did, but it's okay. TikTok creator of the year. Now. This one's a fucking bullshit award, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> 
I want to get so into this, but I just don't care about this award right now. There's no one that really, really impressed me. So I just kind of went with the three biggest names. At number three, we have Josh Richards. At number two, we have Bryce Hall. And at number one, we have Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> it's not... It's not that I dislike TikTok. It's just that there's no one... There's no individuality in it. There's no one really special where you look at and makes different type of content that really works on the platform and can entertain the masses long term. So, this, this award is completely based off of numbers. It's all, it's all it based, it's based off of. And, yeah, you could have put Addison Ray in there, but, I mean, I just kind of hate the Kardashians. So, <laughs> and she's associated with the Kardashians. So, that, that, that's why I, I don't personally, I, I, I tend to watch Charlie D'Amelio, Bryce Hall, and Josh Richards' TikToks. That's all it is. And they're the biggest numbers out of them. You know? I could have given it to a TikToker, but, like, fucking... There's so many niches on TikTok that it's impossible to actually give out a TikTok creator of the year. Other than just doing it by numbers. So, congrats to the three that... that were in the on the podium, Charlie Miller, you won, but like, I don't know, it's, it's just not, it's not a great award, not a great award, but it leads on to our final award, YouTube Creator of the Year. This is a massive award, because YouTube is my life. And I am a massive YouTube connoisseur. And I'm a massive fan of number three, KSI. KSI killed it this fucking year. Not only just music, but he, he was creating videos pretty consistently on his second channel. And I mean... You might you might be like, oh, but it's Reddit videos. Bro, Reddit videos are fucking hard. <laughs> then again, he doesn't edit his own videos, so maybe they're a little less hard. But when you edit your, your own videos, Reddit videos are fucking hard. Trust me, I, I did one, and it's, <laughs> it almost fucking killed me. <laughs> but KSI is third of Creator of the Year this year. At number two... We have the winner of the Streamy Award Creator of the Year, Mr. Beast. Now, this might be because it's my award show, but fuck it. It's my award show. It's, you can expect that. Mr. Beast, personally, doesn't float my boat necessarily. I'd, I don't watch Mr. Beast's videos. I'm subbed to him because, I mean, every once in a while, he'll come up with a video that's really, really interesting for me. But... I personally don't watch that many Mr. Beast videos, but I know the quality of content and the work he puts in and the money he gives away. There's no doubt he's better than KSI. I may not watch him. He's definitely a better creator than KSI, though. And that's why I put him at number two. Which leads on to number one. The final winner of the night. The big one. This man 
it's a man, set trends this year. Didn't get into a controversy all year. In fact, was one of the major voices in the Black Lives Matter movement. One of the major hands in these Pokemon spike this year. Winner of the creator of the year, YouTube creator of the year this year, on the Gabs Awards 2020, is none other than motherfucking the Maverick Logan Paul. I mean, the dude came back better, bigger, better than ever. He For the first six months this year, there was no one else doing YouTube like Logan Paul. And then he went on to fucking do Pokemon. And he was doing his podcast. He had fucking 6ix9ine. He had fucking Mike Tyson. Bro, this dude, this dude killed 2020. As much as everyone was like, oh, it was shit, it's shit year, shit year. There was one constant. You could always watch a Logan Paul video and either be entertained, learn, or just <laughs> have a fucking laugh. And Logan Paul did all three excellently and consistently through the whole fucking year. Even if it wasn't, maybe his vlogs obviously kind of ended. He also revolutionized the way people do th- do YouTube. He started the Maverick Club, which in my opinion... It's just going to start. There's going to be more clubs. I know Nelix already started theirs. But don't be surprised. In two years, everyone's going to have a a shit behind a paywall. Because it just makes them more money. It's the best business move ever. And it just shows that even if you lose, you can turn that L into a W, bro. Bro, Logan Paul did so much shit in 2020. That... There was no no debate. He he was the most influential influencer on the planet. He just was. And it, and it makes you think like, before he fought KSI, he said he was gonna be the biggest entertainer in the in in the world. It kind of makes you think. Maybe that's possible. That's going to be it for today's episode of the podcast. I know it was a little bit different. I didn't really express like any hatred towards anybody. But that's okay because it's a new year. Um, and I wanted to start off happy. So, that's going to be it for today's video. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below what you thought about the video. Go check us out on, uh, on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, raise five stars on Spotify. Uh, or on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of The Gap Show. Peace.